And we are back. This is Keith Price, Sirius XM OutQ, the backstage skinny. And we are at primary stages talking about their next upcoming production, Perfect Arrangement, written by Topher Payne, directed by Michael Barakiva, some of these folks you've already met, and set in the 50s at a time when being free was not the de rigueur, shall we say, for everyone as it is today. And again, looking at uh, a scenario in which we are finding that people are not living to their true potential and their true selves, and at the same time, not living in their true selves but making it harder for others who do. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Perfect arrangement. Look at that. PrimarySages.org. Pick up the mic. Um, so right now I'm talking to Robert Ellie. Is that correct? Uh, Eli. Eli. And Christopher Hank. Hanky. Hanky. I didn't want to say Hanky. I wanted to say Hank. It'd be cool. But, but that's all right. Hanky Panky. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Hanky. And they are involved in this really, really interesting conversation. Because this play is going to cause, again, conversation. Don't you think? Hopefully, yeah. Definitely. Yeah? I think it is. It's very so, relevant. So tell me about your character, Robert. I play Bob Martindale, who's a veteran of World War II. And, and hot. And very, very hot, and he's got a ridiculously hot partner. Named I know. Jim, who we can't keep his hands off of. Actually, right now, I'm just going to squeeze him here. Oh, See, on. radio folks, this is what you miss. <laughs> Definitely not a face for radio over here. Um, <laughs> or a body. Oh, oh my God. Absolutely steal. Um, yeah, but Bob and Jim are. Uh, are, are are lovers, and um, Bob's in charge of a State Department uh, sort of witch hunt, actually, uh, going after homosexuals. So it's a huge sort of moral dilemma when what he's fighting for every day uh, at home is against what he's fighting for at work. Wow. How about you, Christopher? So I play Jim Baxter, who is a 1950s school teacher in Washington, D.C., and um, married um, to a woman. My wife is Norma, and Bob also has a wife. Her name is Millie, and the two couples, the two heterosexual couples, are best friends, and but the real relationship um, is the homosexual relationship, and that these heterosexual relationships that we have for the public are sort of a mask, or not sort of a mask. They are uh-huh. a mask. They're a costume for society for self-preservation for self-protection like the idea of being closeted and living a lie was you know at that time a necessity and almost one could look back at history and say well that was the liberal viewpoint at the time at least they were openly admitting to other people in their private circle that they were gay and living a living a healthy homosexual you know existence now of course when you look back now you're like well that ridiculous yeah but you know at the time it was what had to be done yeah. right right christopher hankey and robert eli here with me on the backstage skinny sirius xm out cue and we're talking about the play perfect arrangement at primary stages so when you guys picked up this script mm-hmm. and you saw that we're looking at um quote unquote a gay story for lack of a better term like when you when you read it did you think that this is a um, Another gay story that's going to spark a different kind of conversation? Well, I thought that we don't, we, we as a country have kind of skimmed over the whole lavender scare in our history. And, you know, it's, um, it's embarrassing. It's, you look back and you think, oh my God, how did, like, how did we let that happen? And so I think that 
there aren't a lot of plays about this topic. So it's great in that way. It's going to spark right. a conversation in regards to just the history of it. Very nice. Yeah, hopefully people walk away uh, looking for more information about the lavender scare. I knew about the red scare, and I knew that this was happening, but I actually didn't know there was a title and a movement uh, against homosexuals that lasted until 1975 right. is how long this thing happened for. So hopefully other people will see the play and get interested and do some more research on their own. And also, I am scared of lavender. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Lavender scare. I'm afraid of lavender. I don't want to wear lavender. It's so good for you, though. It's good. I feel, like I'm, I feel good. like I'm too white to wear lavender. Now, purple's different. Like, the purple, purple. you're wearing, which okay. is very, like, royal purple. Uh-huh. purple like, that, I, I think, is yeah. good with my skin tone. But lavender feels a little, like, I'm scared of it. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Like, I can't picture lavender off the top of my head. I'll show you lavender. Oh, hey, how are you doing? Christopher Hankey and Robert Eli with me here on the backstage skinny Sirius XM Al Q. And we're talking about the play Perfect Arrangement. And again, it's sort of like seeing, seeing that history. It's sort of like you and I are actually, I, I want to say we're all very far removed from that particular energy. I mean, I was eight in 1975, and I had no idea who I was, so there was, until West Side Story, I think it was, anyway, so I reversed it. <laughs> I saw it, I cried, I knew it was different. Um, I wanted to be a jazz, <laughs> sharks dress better. So, exactly, I was so compelled by Maria. Um, but, but at that time, there was no sense of, of identity going on. I mean, people were finding and, and owning, they're starting to own it without any kind of sense of fear. How hard is it to climb into that headset? How you hard know, is that to be able to kind of sit still and let that wash over you? You know, it didn't, it kind of clicked in for us yesterday, I think, yeah. for the first time. I mean, we, we can we can study the history and read the articles, which are very scary, and they almost read like a funny or die. When you look back, I'm like, oh, this is like a, 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 a satire, but really it's like truth, right? Sure. Like how to spot a homosexual or like real articles and mm-hmm. videos that were produced. So, um, uh, you know, but I think yesterday we had this breakthrough of like, oh, I kind of, we kind of dropped in both of us about what it felt like to be persecuted mm-hmm. in that time. And we both, we kind of had to stop rehearsal and Robert and I were both crying, just like, just kind of, it kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And that's when it kind of really like clicked to me like, oh, I can. I just dropped into. I think what it was like to be hunted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, 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 definitely. Yesterday, I kind of like clicked into this level of, I'm hunting what I am and being scared of who I am. And like he kind of understands the ugliness of the government because he's the fountainhead of it. He's in charge of it. And then coming home every day and seeing everybody that he's trying to protect, while he's in fact actually the one coming after them, and it's, it's terrifying. And. Um, Hopefully, it, I don't want to say terrify people in the audience, but it will make them realize, like, this is what's happening right now. And I think that's what Topher has written so very well, is, like, the fear of what can be done to us at any time by the government is, can happen now. It can happen now. And yeah. I think as we continue with the, the, the craziness that seems to be the political scene that we're having right now. Yeah, it's insane. It's, it's sort insane. of like, I mean, any one of these candidates could throw us back into that same 1950 period mm-hmm. and, and we would be living what you're, you're just acting right now. Yeah. Is that at this point now, when you look at making those comparisons, how of the, of the day, I mean, of the periods, when you're looking at where you're living now and what you're living in right now to do this piece, um, when you say that it just clicked in, 
for you with the scene. How interesting and how hard is it, or, or should I say how much of a challenge is it to be able to do this kind of discovery for the characters when you still have the playwright helping you kind of foster new views or new energies, or are you? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a gift to have yeah. the playwright yeah. there. And um, I, I believe Topher's already done three productions of this, uh, of this show. It's the first time it's being done in New York, but he is so open to changing anything. And um, one day he came in with 17 new pages. And if there's something that we're not 100% sure on, there's a discussion, a conversation, and then a word can change, a line can change, um, it, as much as a, a look can change. But it's... Um, it's it's great because he's there and he's opened everything that we want to bring to it. He's yeah. also like a good bar, uh, a good barometer for whenever like, we start asking questions during these scenes. He's like, hey, remember Mike and Michael, our director, is as well. But they're both they've done so much research collectively, the two of them. That can't compare to the little time that we've had to do our research individually. But that like, oh, and also remember at this time that you could have lost your job as a school teacher had you been outed. You would have lost your job. You would have, like, and like, oh, 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 that's right. Oh, God, that's like a heavy thing to have to, like. It's clicking into that fear. Yeah, fear. Yeah, yeah I think fear. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're, we, they're, they're there. Topher and Michael are there to remind us of that because I, I don't, I mean, I grew up in the South, and I understand it's like to, like, be fearful of, like, some country hit that wants to, like, throw a brick at your face. But <laughs> Only um, after he's made out with you. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? That brick was worth it. I take exactly. that. That brick was worth it. That brick was worth it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, other man, I don't really, I can't really operate. I don't understand the, the fear that, that they have. Yeah, know? I love it. Christopher Hankey with me and Robert Eli on the Backstage Skinny Series XM Out Q, and we're talking about the Play Perfect Arrangement, which you can see at Primary Stages. Go to primarystages.org to find out more information about the play, how you can get tickets and the whole nine. And in the few minutes that we have left, we are talking about how this play resonates so deeply with the issues that we're having today. I, I can't sit here now and have this conversation with you when you're talking about married gay couples in the 50s and we are still living in the age now of Kim Davis being... A hero? Becoming a yeah, hero. Yeah, yeah. Like, how does that make you feel as you go into the rehearsal process every day doing this piece, looking at what's happening in the world now? I'm kind of happy. Like, I'm happy for Kim Davis right now, like, that, because it's shedding light on our play. Like, the, I'm like, you know what? You, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm being sarcastic in, in, some, in some standpoint, but I'm like, you know what? Well, let, let's, like, you know, like, you got to, like, find the silver lining. Well, you know what? Her, her ridiculousness and her camp is... Is, uh, is scary, and so therefore we're able to talk about how relevant our play is and how scary this time was not very long ago and how that it still exists. And so um, I'm, I'm glad that, I'm, I'm like, you know, you gotta use, use it, you know, like you say, like use your pain as an actor, as an artist, use the, the dark parts of your life and your world, and it's, I'm, that's how I feel about it. Right. Otherwise I, you know, would maybe wanna <laughs> get arrested over doing something bad about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh god! No, as, as horrific as it is, like, <laughs> um, the thing that I keep trying to think is like it's, it. Uh, I, I found myself very upset and angry very quickly and wanting to judge her and judge everything. But then, kind of like my job as the actor is kind of like taping before jumping in is taking a step back and trying to ask questions of how and why and like the fact that when she came out of jail, she got a round of applause and they played the eye of the tiger. <laughs> and there were people supporting. And I was like, this is an America 
that I don't know. And, I, and, and it's like confusing, but at the same time, I don't want to be quick to judge her because I feel like as a society, we were very quick to you know, bring up her past and kind of like actually blacklist her and smear her the way that she was doing to, to the people that she was denying their basic civil rights. And I, I was conflicted with, okay, how can I be a better person without doing that and try to understand how we as a country can have this person who half the country agrees with and then have the other half the country who is completely against it. And what she did is, is completely wrong because it's criminal and it's, it's against the law, but morally she's doing what she believes she has been. And you were able to tap into, or you're able to look at that because that's what your character struggles with. Exactly, that's what yeah. I was yeah. just thinking. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that your character struggles with like yeah. having to do with something that's morally right. That's, that's morally right, that's. Um, or morally wrong. Morally wrong, but criminally right i guess or constitutionally right yeah yeah, yeah. and it's um and it's hard because I, I i don't agree at with her at all or anything but at the same time there's something like this is part of the country that i don't know and it kind of makes me one like i hope people have a reaction to our play the way i'm reacting to her and that i want to find out more about that what's going on in that part of the country or that part of the world or these people who have these beliefs that you can actually hold up your religion to stop mm -hmm. the constitution and be like, okay, although that's crazy to me or something, there's something about that faith that I don't have. Um, it, was, it was so funny talking to Robert Eli and um, Christopher Hankey here at Siri, uh, for the Backstage Skinny Series XMLQ. And we're talking about this, there's a moment, I was just talking to um, Julia and um, Michaela about this idea that when an individual stands up and makes that statement and moves in a certain direction that society follows. And so when we were talking about um, how we have, as, as gay people or so have moved in this one direction thanks to the, the millions of people that have had to stand up and fight, it's like when you see something like a Kim Davis, do you think that that same rule would apply? Because it feels like her direction is going backwards. Well, certainly there will, be, there will be people that are happy that she stood up and that will follow her. Right. You know? But I think that that, that, that her momentum, I, I don't think that there's momentum there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just think that that probably comes down to just as human beings, what, whether you have religion in your life or not, just as human beings, I think that I ultimately go back to that. I think that we're, we are a good, we are a good species. Mm -hmm. And so I think that more most people will follow the right choice which is why i think movements with purity and that truth in them gain gain momentum and can let be stand, steadfast and last through years and i don't think that her momentum has um staying power yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean it's scary and we don't need to ignore it and it's there but i right. don't i just don't i don't I, I don't think that there's enough people to 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 keep that going see what i like about her is is that to me that's the enemy that i know yeah, and yeah. So, you know, you know that person. You, you know don't that know person. A terrorist, maybe, or you it's, don't know, like, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. like, when I think about your play, it's sort of like you are not only Robert Eli. You're not only just um, a person who's dealing with trying to hold that issue back for yourself, but you also are enforcing, yeah, and so that yeah. puts you in a real fucked up place of being the enemy. Because I can say fucked up on my show. The okay, real good. fucked up place of Balls. being of being. <laughs> 
the the enemy who's going after himself. Yes. It's like chasing well, he a has tail this, yeah, of I, a dog. I find like there's a defining moment in the play where he's explaining to Millie the situation at hand of what is happening. And he says to her, he says, this is my family and I'm trying to protect us. And, uh, and I'm an American and I'm trying to protect the country. And it's just a question of which one he's trying to do more at which given time. Mm. And that's sort of his dilemma. Is he believes as an American what he is doing is right, and he believes as a homosexual he is doing what's right for his family. Mm. All right. Yeah. All right. That's right. Calm, calm down. Why is this getting crazy? It's all warm and stuff up in here with Robert Eli and Christopher like Hankey. <laughs> what? What? So... Again, so for those of you who are listening, this is your opportunity. When you're coming to New York, again, as I've said before, go and see what's going on off-Broadway as well as what's on Broadway. When you go off-Broadway, you know, but when you go off-Broadway, you see shows like this having a conversation at a time when it's so relevant and it's so fertile right now that unfortunately because of the commercial energy that Broadway wants to create sometimes there's not room for these kinds of shows and these kinds of conversations so I appreciate and applaud you guys both for, for taking part in this and being able to take part in this and at the same time if you're in New York, this is the show you need to put on your list. Come see Perfect Arrangement at Primary Stages. Go to primarystages.org for more information about tickets. And Robert, Eli, Christopher Hankey, thank you guys so much for spending time with thank me. Thank you. This is really great. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be back. Thank you.